0: You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Excellent. So, hi, Riverdale Gang.
1: Hi, gang. This is a very Uh, different episode today.
0: If everything sounds wrong and weird to you, that's because we are for the first time recording separately. Um, we are not sitting next to each other on one of our beds, which is our normal um, ops setup. <laughs> uh, Chloe's in a different country. I am. I'm in
1: Los. I'm in. I'm in the United States of America. I almost said I'm in Los Angeles, as if that was the country, but it's not.
0: S- same. 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 Same.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's gonna be interesting. I had I, uh, So it turns out season three of Riverdale is not on Netflix in the United States. I'm not really <laughs> clear on why that would be.
0: This informs us as to um, how many y'all might be watching on the CW website, apparently. Yeah. We- While I, over on Netflix, am commercial free.
1: Yeah, like, the ads are, like, well, I guess what's <laughs> weird about the ads is, is that sometimes it's, like, the same ad twice.
0: Mm, mm.
1: And, like, one right, right after each other.
0: It's just a sloppy algorithm that spits out X number of X ads. Yeah, and- Nobody th- programmed this. I, a robot did it.
1: I guess so. Anyway... Um, so I'm, I'm in, a, a beautiful bedroom, a home of, a, a friend who is, uh, an animator in Culver City who's on her honeymoon mm. with her husband. Um, there are three cats in this house, uh, Yay. uh, they're not quite as nosy as my cat at home, so hopefully there won't be too much, <laughs> um, interruption of, of the recording, um,
0: they're not as entitled to your lap as Tazzy. They're,
1: they're, they're not. Um, they're <laughs> like learning that we have the food. So they're very nice mm, to mm, us. Mm. Um, yes. my, um, my partner's here as well. And I, yeah, anyway. So um, I got on, I woke up before seven this morning, just naturally. <laughs> um, and I got on Netflix and was like, we're not in season two. That's very strange. Why did Why did uh, Netflix put me back in season two? And mm-hmm. um, it because uh, well, there is no season three. So
0: international I did, Netflix adventures. Yeah.
1: So I did all this uh, searching. Um, for I'm just gonna admit this. I'm not proud of it, but I'm just gonna admit it. I went searching for things that could change my IP address to a Canadian IP address, so I could have access to Canadian Netflix. <laughs> Yep. We do what we do. Yeah, but all of the extensions came up as malware, um, (laughs) like when I googled Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, what if I can? What if I can like have like a free month, one month subscription or something to like the (laughs) like CW TV? Anyway, it turns out you can just watch CW shows on the CW (laughs) website for free. They're just full of ads, like so full of ads. So right, Uh,
0: different. cultural differences yeah
1: so this is going to be like a just an interesting experience for me and ryan and we. this is
0: gonna be an editing chop shop
1: yeah and we invite you to come along on the journey and hopefully we won't talk (laughs) over each other too many times and make ryan's editing job really hard
0: a future hell for me but right now we're actually in a pretty entertaining episode yes
1: so let's. We are. I actually kind of like the episode. So we have. Yeah. Um, we have messed up our protocol. Hi, Riverdale gang. <laughs> Welcome to Riverdale gang, the podcast that is recorded at least for Ryan today on unceded Musqueam, Sliwahtooth, and Squamish territory. And for me, I actually don't know if I'm on unceded territory or treaty territory here in Los Angeles. But I believe this is the ancestral territory of the Tongva people. I did look it up. Um, I'm noticing that um okay so this is going to make it sound like canada is better and i don't think canada is better at this for the record i think canada also sucks at this but i um i'm noticing that it's a little harder to find the um ancestral people of big cities in the united states
0: canada is at a different place on a very different journey of what reconciliation might mean at this current moment. Um, it was not easy five years ago to find this level of detail about the ancestral peoples in Vancouver, uh, the way it is now. Not as easy, anyway. Um, now, uh, most universities, I find, have a, a good, well-scholarly-researched um, reference point. I That's what how I often find, uh, when I'm in a new city, uh, land acknowledgment guidelines um, by looking to local universities, um, especially if they have uh, Indigenous Studies departments, um, but that's super new, that's super recent as well in, in the Lower Mainland. That's not even a Canada-wide thing uh, accessibility-wise yet, I, I would say, but uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to recognize how quickly we, we've grown accustomed to this and um, how it's straight up normal through most of the artistic and theatre work that I do now to, uh, engage with land acknowledgements, um, beyond even the, the basic cookie-cutter, uh, statements. Um, that's really rapid change. And that's really exciting.
1: It is. It is super exciting. And, um, I'm actually, I'm taking part in a, in an, uh, embracing equity, uh, workshop at the moment, which is mm-hmm. basically about, um, how to make white racial identity not, horrible (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and uh and not toxic and not supremacist how do we divest and and it's run by americans and they do a land acknowledgement i have to say Mm. they um one of the the one of the early like when we were all introducing each other most people in i say room but it was online most people in the room who are Mm -hmm. mostly american i'm one of two canadians in the workshop um Mm -hmm. knew the ancestral people of of where they lived
0: that's really good to hear yeah. that that is uh n- spreading farther than i recognized and realized
1: yeah um, and
0: that that's becoming protocol um or understood protocol
1: yes Un unrelated sorry i'm just noticing this this is an important talk and mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm, distracting mm-hmm. for something practical um <laughs> i'm noticing that my recording ryan darling is picking up mm-hmm. and dear listeners is picking up some ambient noise here from los angeles so you may hear some dogs barking. You may hear some exotic birds twittering. You may hear, um, one of 50 million choppers that seems to go by every day no matter what part of the city you're in.
0: This episode is set in the United States of America.
1: I guess so. Here we are. <laughs> Shall we get started? I
0: will be the Canadian ghost where as your hat. Yes. <laughs> Perched atop quietly. Um, yeah, I'm down to start the episode, uh, just about. Um, I liked this one. Before we jump in, I really liked this one. I was really impressed with the pacing, and I was really glad. Um, th- I felt like we stayed with the track that last week set us on, continued it, grew it, developed it. Um, I didn't experience the whiplash, I often feel, week to week as we jump genres, and in fact came to better appreciate, I think, the genres that were currently floating between for the continuity. That's my quick takeaway this week.
1: Yeah, switching between genres in this episode didn't feel quite as jarring as it often Mm -hmm. does. That I totally agree with. Um, Mm -hmm. And there were some unexpected curveballs in this episode. Um, I was not expecting the marital status of uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Edgar (laughs) Evernever. I was Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. expecting the reveal about Evelyn at all. That was totally a surprise to me.
0: To be comfortably surprised about that sort of plot that we've been wallowing about um, for a whole day, or er, season, for a whole season, uh, it's quite ch- charming. I'm quite, I- I'm charmed, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that they are giving us new, well-woven twists that actually make sense. And I think this is, this is something I love about Riverdale and Games that for all the wonky twists and turns we get mid season um this is where the the deep plotting planning really shines i think this is where we yeah. get some layered payoff um yeah
1: i i still really feel like this this show should still be uh, a 10 episode season mm. um Hmm. Because I I just think twenty two episodes is too much for this show. We we go Fair. we go into many we go into too many. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're rabbit holes or fox holes or what they are. We go into too many holes and get lost there, and we crawl out and go like, oh yeah, the beginning of the season when we were building up to the end of the season. What was the middle about?
0: <laughs> right, like Harry Potter book one is a complete tight story. Harry Potter book four spends a third of the time on the Quidditch novel before we get to the school. Okay. it get too big. She got all the page counts.
1: So I I disagree (laughs) with that analogy, with that parallel, rather. And the reason I disagree is because Riverdale doesn't have a deep, fun, and interesting world to get lost in. It's not a literary show.
0: True. Okay. But the sizing parallel. I mean, the, like, I mean they like let them maybe, write as many episodes as they want, kind of a parallel.
1: I mean, I I like maybe, but I I don't know. Like so you're you're talking to the wrong person, right? Because my favorite Harry <laughs> Potter book is the 5th book, which is the longest one. And the reason All re- right, all right, all right, all right. And the That's reason fair. I love it is because you you get the chance to explore the world in a way that you don't in any other book.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. So I've pulled on the wrong metaphor thread.
1: Um, just, just for this particular person, many of our listeners may be identifying with what you say.
0: Nodding along slowly or swearing a blood vengeance against my slander of the Potter. It's possible. Either or. Either or. I love Harry Potter. I hate Harry Potter uh, as a, as a, what it's become, but that's because I loved it for what it was.
1: Yeah, I understand. That's
0: a different podcast and a different conversation.
1: Correct. Um, <laughs> so uh, why don't... Um, we get started so gang Yeah. here's the big thing the big thing is that Ryan will have a Badoom and a Warner Brothers and I won't <laughs> so hopefully this works
0: if everything goes good I'm gonna edit it all down and you won't hear any wrinkles but um, forgive the wrinkles when I miss them anyway gang uh, Chloe I'm lurking over the Badoom so I'm gonna just do that for the gang's sinking purposes yes. and good luck catch up <laughs> <laughs> ready gang Ba-doom. Wah, 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 wah. and there we go now previously previously that's your cue previously yes are i are, are we are we synced i'm pretty it's...
1: sure we're synced
0: great man th- this recording podcasts yeah 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 so i mad dog yep something's wrong I think we're together. I think we're as together as we can be with several thousand kilometers between us.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) You know, like, podcasts that I know and listen to do this all the time. Do they They really? They just don't try to sync up to watching a television show. Like, Uh... I watch, I watch, I, I, I watch, I listen to, like, essayists and pop culture commentary and, like, oh yeah, of course you can... Have a discussion from across the country.
1: (laughs) Of course you can have a discussion from across the country. This is 2019, (laughs) after
0: all. This is... And we're just elevating that.
1: I don't have quite enough investment in Jellybean to be worried about this, but I am invested in Jughead and FP, so I was here for this.
0: Mm. Yes. I, um... As an audience member, I felt very safe in this, in that I trusted Jellybean wouldn't be flat-murdered. That might be naive, but I feel like she has a modicum of plot or armor of, of ethical armor, just as she's been introduced at this little ball of sunshine of clever, snarky sunshine. I felt confident they would not just straight murder a child and then show us this dysfunctional family grieving for X years, right? That's a dead end plot to my mind. Yeah. So I trusted Jellybean would be fine and paid full attention to what are the dynamics between uh, FP and Gladys and Jughead that are being tested and put through the ringer. Um, that was perhaps a viewer choice. I don't know if all viewers are making that a similar choice, but that's where I was in this experience.
1: Um, may I ask you something, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Is your audio of the show on? Because I can hear the show even though mine is muted.
0: It sure is. Um, it's playing in my earphones. Ah. Um, and not out loud.
1: Interesting. I can hear it. Man, technology well, is weird.
0: Huh. I, earphones, headphones, mics? Well, hopefully the gang can't hear yeah, it. Otherwise, <laughs> that's, what we're after. that's a future copyright adventure. Yeah,
1: I hate Elio, by the way. <laughs> I just hate him.
0: He's getting increasingly hateable. I'm I'm enjoying Antagonist Minion Elio as he develops. I'm enjoying him as a, as a minion. Who,
1: yeah, who I am going enough.
0: to watch falling. Um Kurtz also grew on me this episode. Like I enjoyed the role he played. Yeah. Playing it out to the end. Uh there's so much death in this town that people just don't blink twice about God. Did, did anyone even... I'll get to that when we get to that scene later. Anyway, Kurtz.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, um, Josie's line to her dad later in this episode is just, like, mm-hmm. so on point with that, I mm-hmm. feel.
0: <laughs> yep. She is us for that moment. Uh, In this moment, what do we think of Gladys Jones in this arc? Because...
1: I'm, like, I, I think... I don't know. Like, I think they were a little messy with her character in this episode, but what I... Mm. Because the result that I feel is that she's like, okay, I've been discovered. I'm just going to, like, throw gasoline on this fire until I get what I want out Mm. of it. Like, gasoline and then some water, and then, no, the water's not working. Okay, gasoline again. Nope, the gasoline's not working. Water. (laughs) Like, it just... I don't know. I feel like... I feel like she... Like the arc is too familiar. Oh, I did something wrong. I'm going to leave my kids
0: because mm, I'm no right, good. Right. I don't
1: know. Like it just didn't. It's quite a. It's feel a bit it. too
0: moving. The pieces around the board transparently, perhaps. Like I, I enjoyed Gladys's scenes. Gladys's acting. I enjoyed Gladys throwing gas on the fire. That feels. That felt like a character note to me. Mm, okay. That Gladys is a person who deals with the fire by pouring the whole tank of gas on it and stepping back because she wanted that to burn anyway. (laughs) That's kind of my read on Gladys. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I'm starting to feel weird about seeing Luke Perry. Like they need to deal with that.
0: I, I believe this is his last episode that he filmed. Um, that I, I may be incorrect, but that's what the online scuttlebutt has been telling me. And, um, that they don't plan to deal with his passing until the summer season, that it will be a between-seasons decision. Um, that's oh. my understanding so far, um, that they've decided not to upend this season by making it about whatever end of Fred, a- Fred Andrews' story receives. Um, and given the tight pacing of this show, I I can see how it would really throw everything to the wind to to throw such a significant narrative, emotional beat into Archie's story. Um, it, I think there would be no way that wouldn't feel like it's using the circumstance to me, given how heightened and melodramatic this arc is. Um, so I am waiting and curious to see what they come up with for us.
1: Yeah, um... I am too. Uh, this uh this moment with the the cops and all. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about it?
0: I mean, what else is new? Yeah. <laughs> it's true.
1: I think I'm I think I'm Pro- like two seconds behind you.
0: Oh, that could be Judging by oh, well. the audio
1: I can hear. So stick with us gang. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a wild ride.
0: We'll sync up at the commercials that we're going to cut out That's or
1: right. something.
0: It's 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 weird that like Facebook, because we're using Facebook mess, uh, talk. What is it? Face. We're using Facebook video call, but without the video. Yeah. And it's like feeding you my audio, apparently.
1: It's very strange. I have to say. Technology is
0: an adventure. Yeah. Um, I liked this intense out of control Gladys. Um, I liked seeing how Gladys deals with problems that are not problems of her own planning.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting observation.
0: hmm I enjoyed seeing her on the team, because I feel like we have not truly seen Gladys in play. We have seen the play out of Gladys' plans. And that is mm. a very different, um, uh, personality.
1: yeah. Um I also felt like FP would have gone way more off his rocker here and he didn't.
0: I mean, he is straight up the sheriff. Yeah. And he's been playing cat and mouse with his wife, the drug dealer.
1: That's I mean, true.
0: But that beat right here that it's all about jellybean. I I kind of feel that. I kind of I'm kind of here for that. Like he's not being the sheriff right now. Yeah. Um, and it's, this, the jelly bean issue is, I think, eclipsing enough that they both just sign on for this ride.
1: Okay. Um, I I liked that
0: family note. Okay. Okay. Uh, if all went well, you will have heard nothing there because we raced a commercial break. Ooh, magic.
1: Ooh, magic. Um,
0: Meanwhile, Josie. Um, how do you feel about Josie's arc? Um, This episode.
1: I like that she's given something to do other than be in love with Archie. And I love that he's like just cool with her leaving.
0: Correct. Agreed. I am with you. Um, if I had still held out any false hope for Josie being a lead, I'd be miserable this episode. Yeah. I, I accept that her, the completion of her arc this episode is spectacular for a supporting character. Uh, and is not remotely matching how she was introduced to three years ago. Yeah. Me. But um, maybe Katie Keen will treat her right. Is all I can all I can hope now. Is
1: that where she's going? Is that why she's going on the road?
0: Yeah. Well, she is going to be time skipped up to New York in a couple of years, uh, and the uh, roommate of Katie Keen.
1: Okay, interesting. Is
0: the setup of that spinoff, um, oh, which is going to be an in-world spinoff. I
1: don't want her to be just the roommate best friend. No.
0: I know it's called Katie Keene. She's apparently a lead. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Just throw her a white girl bestie to hang with. That's That'll solve everything. Anyway, um, I enjoyed Briefly, I was confused by, but briefly enjoyed the return of Alice Cooper, Chaos Demon.
1: Yeah, I want her to just return to her true destiny as Chaos Demon.
0: Yeah, like, chase the drama, put a news camera on it. Yeah. Like, I really liked seeing daytime Alice, aside from all the cult noise, still being a functional human. Which is a very important cult-accurate thing. Cult people don't look like cult people until you challenge their worldviews.
1: I know. Um, I have some opinions about the cult, but we'll come to it uh, mm-hmm. during the wedding.
0: Yes. I, I like that they recognize Mad Dog's broad, subtle acting and gave him reaction shots with Veronica and are using Mad Dog in Archie's world.
1: I love that it's... the crazy people are anti-vaxxers. P.S.
0: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yes, this is... an. Unapologetically pro-vaccine podcast, I think, though we're not going to preach about that. No. That's a different conversation and podcast also. (sighs) Check my file.
1: I think I just might. Yes. What is with this, like, storm cloud? Like, so this is one thing about the episode that I didn't understand. Coming up, we're going back to the game. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it appears that they've been playing all day. And we're back mm. in a new night with a thunderstorm. I don't know. <laughs> it just seems...
0: I don't know. That's funny. At no point watching this did I did I question the chronological timing. Because I thought that the narrative pacing was really tight. Uh, better than last episode, I would say. That I, we kept going at a steady clip and tying together um, well-synced escalating tensions uh, between the different plots. But um, at no point did I think, "What time is it?" Because um, I guess I I didn't even consider that we're chronologically with Betty at the same time, right? Like, you're you're completely right. That's baffling that we just jumped back to earlier that day. I question. That's the only way that makes sense.
1: I questioned not only the the chronological time, but also the seasons. You'll notice later in the episode, <laughs> it's just suddenly snowing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which happens in Canada in April, sometimes, rarely, but not usually in New England. I wherever this is. I don't
1: know, but it just I don't know. It just seems a bit much. Mm hmm,
0: mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. I I did love this go rob pops moment for absurdity, and I loved that they this family uniformly acknowledged this is a uncrossable line in Riverdale. You don't rob Pops.
1: Well, it's not even we just that. We can murder
0: a dude, but you don't rob Pops.
1: They didn't even, like, think to just go to Veronica, who <laughs> owns Pops, <laughs> and say, hey, can you give us this money under these circumstances?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't
1: know why like, that didn't occur to them.
0: <laughs> send a dang text in advance so Pops, the the war vet, doesn't shoot you back? So, um, back at Veronica's apparent private apartment now
1: well I mean um Hiram isn't there I don't know where Hermione is but Hiram isn't there right because he's, yeah. he's at the five seasons oh yeah. Uh,
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah oh. the things you remember about a show
0: Mm-hmm. keeping track of everyone's personal family drama ensembles are hard yeah <laughs> How do we feel about Archie Andrews' moral crisis about the man who died fighting him in the ring?
1: I just like don't care.
0: It's not your. (laughs) Mm Mhm. I'm I'm kind of with you there. It's, it's uh. I felt like we were a little bit forced to follow Archie's moral quandary at this point. Like I kind of get why the characters having problems, but. Yeah. It's not, that's not where any of the show stakes are coming for me at this point. Like, this isn't anyone's first murder rodeo at this point. Yeah. So, I can't take the moral question quite as seriously.
1: Yeah. I guess. So this, I loved. The stuff between Betty and the social worker that they're, like, trying to figure stuff out. I loved mm-hmm. this. I was so here for this.
0: This is some prime Betty Cooper investigation. Yeah. That. Is, is is truly beautiful and in line with the character we've known for three years. Yeah. Like, Betty has blossomed, I yeah. think, more than anyone else in this show. Um, I, one could make an argument about Veronica, but she is very much continuing an intergenerational wealth pattern, whereas Betty may be following similar career patterns to her parents, but boy howdy is she doing her own thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd have to with, like that for parents or at least one would hope one would have to
0: right Um, but like what she's been giving no other choice so often and you could make the same argument about veronica that's fair um veronica is also reacting to bad situations wisely and mindfully um i just feel so much more choice and agency and growth and excitement in betty in betty's evolution
1: yeah yeah I think Betty might be my new favorite character. I've given up on Tony and Cheryl because I'm so mad about the choices they've made for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josie doesn't have mm, enough to mm, do. Mm. And Jughead's just, like, finally starting to annoy me the way he annoys everyone else. I think Betty might be my favorite <laughs> character is my point.
0: I'm, I'm here with you. Um, at this point in time, I am so here with you. Um, I wish Josie could be my favorite character if she had a fraction of screen time and plot. Maybe. But even then, Betty's plot is... Really well done, right now. Yeah. Like, I'm really feeling the pull also, with every choice that he makes. Yeah.
1: Also, heck yeah, pop. You get a gun to protect mm-hmm. your family business. And I After love how that Jughead... riot
0: last year. Yeah.
1: And I love how jughead's <laughs> I love Josie's confusion. Like, what? Why is mm-hmm. what?
0: <laughs> yep. Where did this come from? Yeah. And then Jughead just plays the I know you card.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Josie's face is so beautiful. Yeah. In what the heck.
1: Yeah. I would also punch Kurtz, I think. Yes. Yep, yep.
0: I am so here for how badly this went for the Joneses. Yeah. I kind of liked watching them fall from status completely. After seeing, after having Gladys and and FP poised as these power bases um, in the town, I really, really enjoyed them being a family
1: mm-hmm. for this episode. Hmm. Yeah. Also, um, oh, this is the last sequence we ever see Hal Cooper.
0: Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially.
1: I mean, who knows? I'll with believe this show. it
0: when it's on scene. But potentially, um, and I'd be cool with that. I I saw his role in Betty's scheming as not just about him for for one episode. This is, this is perhaps the first episode where it felt like they, he was feeding information rather than playing a plot from his prison cell. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Betty got some payoff for this investment, even if he is dead tomorrow. And I really liked seeing Penelope in play.
1: I did too. I was a little disappointed that she just was like, I've got Jason Jr. and I'm fine. Goodbye.
0: Hmm. Yep. I mean, that's Penelope yeah sexist bias and practical i was just like mm mm-hmm
1: i was also disappointed in polly honestly Mm.
0: i let's let's talk about that and our culties um i am here for i i'm actually as of this episode down for Cheryl and Tony and Kevin and all of our precious favorite babies who have become cultists. Um, I like that this show has put enough weight into the influence of of this cult and and cults in general to throw characters we love into it. I was shocked at first. I was thrown at first. But I'm actually really on board with this presentation and representation of cults um, and people who may be vulnerable to it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: you you are not immune to this. None like no one is immune to this stuff. It's actually psychological manipulation. Yeah. It's it's not about it's not just about making choices and deciding I'm gonna go religion in this religion or that religion or this cult or that cult. It really is broadly filling deep psychological needs of people in crises. Um, this is why a lot of cults do work in disaster relief specifically um, there's a lot of targeting people at their worst because that is that is a place where people are psycholo- psychologically vulnerable regardless what awareness you think you bring into the to a conversation someone helping you with your deepest needs I think can override a lot of logic so yeah um, cults and back to our drug gang family yeah.
1: back in this bunker so weird
0: the bunker where a lot of things happen yeah a lot of things happen in this bunker
1: yeah you just don't get it do you (laughs) oh Jughead
0: this is this is a conversation I've been really wanting for a while like bullheaded young man and bullheaded mom hashing it out and both being vulnerable and both being Working together on a goal, um, Gladys's recurrent coping plan of peace out, uh, having consequences and not fitting for Jughead, Gladys seeing a little glimpse of what it meant to Jug to be ditched like that, um, there's so much unspoken in that scene that I just liked so very much. Yeah. I'm really here for the Gladys and Jughead. Scenes. uh It's been some of my favorite Jughead. Um, yeah, I like their dynamic a yeah. lot. Yeah,
1: sploosh! Up comes Kurtz.
0: <laughs> we talked over Josie and Archie and Veronica's exposition we did. because it was exposition. <laughs> it's a doozy. Uh, I like how Kurtz has this initial reaction of "What the hell? What the hell? What the hell?" Oh, okay, we're still playing.
1: Okay! (laughs) Also, can we just talk about how they seem to have, like, an endless, like, um, customized card supply?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's a thing. Or, I mean, they do seem to be fitting trope to real-life circumstance. Yeah. Like, you could achieve the same basic concept by taking a good collection of Pokemon cards and then just mapping them to the people you know, right? The the real hook is that they seem to know everyone's weaknesses. They know Penny Peabody is a specific target trigger vulnerability. They know, they seem to know everyone's psychological vulnerabilities.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah, that's Um. where the Gargoyle King gets his info is a big curious question i have for the future
1: yeah i i'm kind i'm really tired of this villain you need to tell me who it is riverdale and we need to move (laughs) on
0: i have faith we're moving towards it i believe in it i'm hoping um archie being violent in a one of his more appropriate moments of violence i don't know measured this feels like a, a a balanced escalation at least to me
1: yeah I feel like um, this character lives in a violent world, and he has unfortunately figured out that he has to be violent in response to survive, which is depressing. Mm,
0: yeah, I agree. Um, I loved that the the, the tableau shot of uh, Elio leaning against the car. There's a lot of meticulously staged, beautiful shots in this episode.
1: This character, but, um, I just don't care about her. I never have. This is like the most I've ever cared about her because she barely d- had to do any acting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I don't think her character has been given the power and weight that she was introduced as having, um, but I'm enjoying her as the minion who won't die. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, so, sigh. This is one of their more cracked-out choices. Ridiculous, bizarre, strange, creative choices. But, I mean, it looked so freaking cool.
1: Yeah. Man, Josie, <laughs> um, Ashley Murray looks like a million dollars in this sequence, and she sounds so good.
0: Mm-hmm. Loved Those it. Those bare light bulbs all around her that she maneuvers through. Um, this little, these Kill Bill poses. Um... This was so well shot. Like, this is, this is such a good visual piece of television making. Yeah. This montage. Um, this fight choreo was a thrill. Gina Gershon's slick sci moves. That's a thing I said out loud on public in recording... As critical analysis, her slick sigh sigh
1: moves. (laughs) Not
0: since the days of Kurt Hummel have I cared about a character who played with sigh. (laughs) (sighs) Josie's just precision in her performance here too is like the way this is choreographed is lovely.
1: Yeah, this is a, this is a really cool sequence. Well done Riverdale.
0: Mhm. Like the the care and the filmmaking technique that went into the ep- this episode is so apparent. Um like I yeah, I'm I'm continually impressed by what they the efforts they put into television, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um it feels very cinematic. Continually cinematic. I yeah, I'm I'm happy with this consolation stab. Um Penny's just going to keep losing parts. This is just yeah. her running family dynamic with the Jones.
1: Poor Penny. She's,
0: she's going to be the Black Knight at this point. Nah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, Yay, really, Josie! They end with this beautiful matching still tableau with the light perfectly haloing her. Like, so well framed and shot. Um... Josie's dad. Who the hell is this guy?
1: Uh, What do you mean?
0: Like, I was gonna not show up for your show. Just because moral lesson. Like, who is this dad?
1: Yeah. I don't
0: get him or how he tries to teach or parent. I, yeah. Josie seems far too forgiving of him to me.
1: Yes. Okay. Ruptured kidney. Poor Jughead. Busy being the parent, as always.
0: Yeah, I'm... Yeah. I'm so here for this, like, Harry Potter outcome of of book one challenges, to double back to that metaphor. Of, like, losing one of the team at each challenge quest.
1: Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah, I follow the... I follow the parallel now. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Uh, I find this opportunity for this character really exciting. I don't, like, it Mm -hmm. disappoints me that this actor is, like, going to become even more supporting, even though she's leaving to go to a new show, which hopefully she'll have an opportunity to shine on. Mm -hmm. But I do like like this opportunity for this character, and then I like that it leads to her having this cool, mature conversation with her boyfriend, even though, I don't know, like, Mm -hmm. I just feel Mm -hmm. like her dad is probably a really good like, music mentor, but I'm not sure he's awesome at being a dad
0: no, he kind of sucks at that like, his instinct was to ditch his daughter's show, what? who are you? I, yeah, I agree I don't think, I don't think Josie's gonna come out into the beginning of Katie Keene a fully actualized happy, satisfied human, I think she's gonna come into the beginning of Katie Keene with a fresh new set of problems from her tour life
1: yeah, um, I hope so. All, I hope she has all that yeah.
0: plot. That's that's an hopefully an interesting place for her to be beginning. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to watch Katie Keane for Josie, basically.
1: Yeah, same. Um, is
0: my plan. Um, I'm hoping that despite not being the title of character, she becomes the Titus Andromedon, a la Me Schmidt, and is in fact... Despite being the roommate and bestie, the best character of the show. Yeah. That's my that's my hope for her.
1: Yeah, don't two broke girls this bananas, please.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm yeah. so
1: disappointed in Tony.
0: You know, I'm Ugh. honestly here for it. I'm honestly so here for it because if this cult can get Tony, bam, that's that's that stakes, like, it's. It is not in greatest service of Tony's plot line, who I always want to be more central, Tony and Cheryl. But I really believe, um for the at least for the purpose of Betty's plot, um Ooh. this made it real and dangerous enough. Can I at every step yeah yeah. Can I
1: just jump yep. in and talk about the wonderful violin sound cue here? So fun.
0: Mm, absolutely. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on.
0: It's beautiful scoring. Um yeah, stepping into this room where literally everyone in Betty's life has been turned, has been convinced, has been bought and sold, I'm actually... I, I was so taken by it. Um, as upsetting as it is to see Tony brought into a cult, the fact that this cult can cult up Tony was such stakes. Such stakes. And at every single step, Um, Betty's two steps behind.
1: Yeah. Uh, So I think I figured out why this bugs me so much. I I agree with Mm. what you're saying, but I think the polygamy Mm -hmm. in particular, like, I'm just so Mm. I'm really tired of, like, Mm -hmm. men with a lot of charisma and power. Mm. I'm tired of assertive, cool women being under their thrall in media. I'm over it.
0: Right. Yeah, show me no, show feel, me a different yep. world. 100%, I see you there. I I I get that. Um I mean, don't,
1: don't misunderstand me. It's an important point to make. Like I think specifically the head of the Church of Scientology, mm-hmm. his wife like just disappeared and like people like the what the church has said is that she has decided to be in seclusion at this like Scientology resort, but she's been there for like a decade and a half. And she was this cool right. assertive woman who was like a proud Scientologist, which I think is bonkers, but like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a, a point to be made. I just don't
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to see that version of reality in media anymore. I want mm. I want hope for a different I want to see examples of assertive women who are fine. Being I
0: assertive. get that. <clears throat> I, I get that. Um, I'm looking to Betty for that, as much as I'm recognizing, as you describe it, that there's a room full of extremely strong, powerful women, and my one queer baby, yeah. uh, who are the victims of this cult. Yeah! For Betty's, for Betty's plot. This is very much for Betty's plot. Yeah. Um, okay, Point.
1: I'm just mad about Big it point, um but um, Betty is now just like my favorite character. I love her. see snow, why is there snow?' Because
0: yep. it looks great with the white clothes
1: <laughs> I know, but also like I didn't really notice the snow until the the sequence in the in the parking lot with this one with Kurtz and and Jughead.
0: you know what's so funny? I didn't even clock the snow all episode it it didn't it didn't land for me in the least um that's also because like my mom texted me with a picture of the snow in her yard last week, oh. <laughs> like, random snow is is life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true.
0: Different worlds. Climate change. Slightly, slightly different exists worlds. in Riverdale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lady and the Tiger, interesting little rando literary reference to I, all of our grade 7 English classes.
1: I have no idea what literary reference that is, I'll be honest.
0: Really? Lady and the Tiger, it's this, um... Really can't, this really trope poem that is used in a lot of high school classes, that is, um, dude has to pick a door, one of them has a man-eating tiger, one of them has his potential fiancé, something, 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 something choice, something weird, sexual, dynamic, nuance. Anyway, high school English teachers seem to love that noise.
1: I was in French immersion and did not read that story in grade 7.
0: You were in French immersion in junior high? How did I not know that? I mean, no wait, wonder your French is better than mine. So wait,
1: we don't have junior high in Vancouver. What we have is grade, like kindergarten through grade 7 and then grades 8 through 12. <laughs> uh, what a world. There is no junior, what is How? the point of junior high? I've never understood this.
0: <laughs> Look, there's no point in junior high. It just exists.
1: <laughs> uh, they Apparently they had junior high in the suburbs, but they slowly got rid of them.
0: Mm. My school was, I, we had a K to 6 and a 7 to 12. But the 7 to 12 was split into three-year blocks, basically, as far as school wings went. But it also was different the next town over. There's no consistency. Yeah, there was... Education makes no sense. Could... Montreal has CJP. What the hell is a What <laughs> What is, what is Um, College, one, basically.
1: One... And um, grade 13 in Ontario. Whatever. Um, yeah. One thing... I'm just going to say this on air, because I think it's important to say. One thing I did... Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I do think a junior high versus a high school senior high might be good for is um, Mm. protecting uh, younger girls. I do think there was a little bit of, like, grade 12 Mm. boys messing around with grade 8 girls that went on at my high school.
0: Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Changing the hierarchical balance a touch so there is a less age gap and power dynamics. That's a factor. Yeah. Because... Teenagers be teenagers. Yeah.
1: Also, um, by the way, Jughead just got like locked in a metal box and fought his way out. I have to say that was a little alarming. I'm not a fan of close spaces. They're not my favorite.
0: Subtle claustrophobia. Yeah. I like that Kurtz is just dead when he steps out, and from dead body, unexplained, undealt with, to this really great conversation.
1: Yeah... They just, they like each other so much, but they're both so sensible. It's so
0: mature. I love it. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they are all, they don't seem to be, like, mindlessly in love with each other. This is a really nice functioning relationship. Yeah. Like, do they really, like, it's not like they even really consider any stupid and irrational ways to make this work. Right? They're... yeah. They're just really mature can, about this. You
1: can kind of see it flickering across Archie's mind, mm. but Josie is just like, "Here's how it's gonna be," and he's like, "Yeah, cool."
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I just think that's oh, so great.
0: Yep. I mean, to be honest, it would probably do Archie some real good to get out of Riverdale on a tour as a roadie, um, psychologically. But yes. It,
1: but that's not Josie's job. Nope.
0: She don't need him. She don't need him. Maybe in New York. They do, like, I I like that they can recognize that they're not an endgame mad love, but still enjoy each other as a couple. Like, we don't talk enough about that relationship. Yeah. That's super important in life. The relationships that last a while and end good and end, but are good for when they are.
1: Yeah. I I wish I had had more relationships like that in my life. Mm. Honestly, I think between men and women, it's hard. I think queer people manage it a little more easily. Mm. Because we, like, we need each other. Like, we need community. Yeah, well,
0: we're always in an insular space, and our exes very rarely vanish from that space in Queerland. Yeah. Um, No matter how big the city, it is still a small queer town.
1: Yeah. Agreed. This was a, a kind of a neat scene between Gladys and Jughead. I didn't yeah. understand buy it. I think Gladys is leaving so she can go build an empire somewhere else and then come back. Mm. Like I just I just don't I don't buy the flip. It's too quick. I think that's what bugged me about her character this episode.
0: I feel that. I feel that. Like this this decision to go isn't completely fleeing. But like her ambition can't let her stay. Who is she going to be here? right? I, I don't yeah. think she'd be any version of herself. She recognized if she stayed.
1: Yeah. I don't think she's in, in the best possible way. I don't mean this is a criticism yeah. at all, but I don't feel like she's small town wife, mom material. No,
0: I don't think that's a life that is making her at all happy or would. Um, and that's hard for everyone, especially her kids, but G- FP's actually pretty good at it is an yeah, interesting totally. discovery. I mean, okay, not so great. F- he calls F- his teenage son in to deal with murder investigations, like, a lot. Yeah. That's not appropriate <laughs> for any parent. But, relatively, by Riverdale standards.
1: Um. So, here is the reveal that I should have seen coming. All the shirts off. Uh, Hiram and, haha, Hiram and Elio, duh. Mm-hmm.
0: Surprising to um, no one. I
1: think I think that I've got, now that I've had a break from Hiram as the villain, I'm okay with having him back as the villain.
0: I believe... I just,
1: I just needed a break because it was like relentless evil and it was kind of like, okay, yep, mm -hmm. it's going wrong again because of Hiram. Yep. Agreed. Same plot.
0: Getting to the point where he got shot and had to intentionally back away, that was super necessary for him to stay, stay functioning and a, a player in any way, shape or form. He had to back down and back away a while. He was getting too absurd As a constant
1: villain. And I do like that we have the context of like Hiram being like, I'm still manipulating my daughter, even though we're not nearly as closely connected. Mm. And then we see her do exactly what he's predicted. Yep. Like, I like it. I like it. I think it's. Yeah. It
0: puts weight and power into him as a villain still. Into him as a power player, into him as stakes.
1: Yeah, totally. How are we
0: feeling about the Varche? That won't go away.
1: Like, bored, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I guess that's how they keep their teenage viewers interested. I shouldn't say that. I was deeper than that as a teenager. (laughs) I'm sure other teenagers are deeper than that. I don't know.
0: I was always team Betty, but Betty is too good for him now. And I don't think she'd ever (laughs) be happy with Archie. So I was only ever team Betty because the comics were constantly Archie's POV. When they were dealing with romance plots, so Betty was the Marianne choice in a yeah ancient past heterodynamic paradigm that no longer holds sway in my life and worlds. <laughs> but uh... but in this world, I don't even know. <sighs>
1: uh, I was a little more surprised that I was a little surprised that FP wasn't more don't touch me I hate you mm-hmm. but um I like yeah. I like this scene all in all
0: yeah it it gives some weight like to it. the to the long complicated relationship that they have had um the stakes in play you know Gladys's son faces her in a gang war but when when it comes down to it family 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 like I yep. I was so here for it I hope we get to meet Jelly Bean properly. I hope we get to see what seeds were planted and left with Jelly Bean because I don't doubt there's something there. Like there's yeah. there's got to be some something more to that arc and plot. I don't believe we've ended it. I believe it's put to bed for the season.
1: Yeah, so this was unexpected. I was not expecting this, and I don't know who has killed Hal. I don't know if it was. Um, mm-hmm. Hiram, or if it was Edgar?
0: I would 100% believe Edgar. um, In the... Why would Hiram off Hal? Unless it is an Edgar string pull. I am... Yeah, I don't know. I am so here for that. If nothing else, like, as a wedding gift to his fiancée, even. Like, there's so many weird ways a murder of Hal could play. Yeah. And as a blow against Betty. This is... There is... Like, this is the last person in her in her stable of allies as convoluted as it is so it it does feel like a blow against betty to me yeah oh all right i'm
1: here yeah oh you're here Hmm? um i yeah i yeah it must be edgar Uh, there's no other reason or really um but um
0: maybe they'll surprise us next episode Maybe hell's broken out and we're going to get Black Hood versus Gargoyle King versus Ever and Ever. Three-way battle royale. Versus Hiram.
1: Yes, and the Toxic Dads of Riverdale. The
0: Toxic Dads can murder each other in a battle royale.
1: Yes! (laughs) I'm here for it. Yes. 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 Um. What was I going to (laughs) say? Uh. I was going to say something. About. A little bit different. About. Um. About, oh, how Oh, how Betty. Hal. um custody, custody. Custody. Now the only available person to have custody of Betty is her mom.
0: Betty gotta get emancipated. I don't think we're treating oh any God. of these people as teenagers or minors anymore. We're so far past that. Oh my gosh. Even the court system doesn't treat them as minors anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of a Betty that's legally emancipated. I think that's a really fun mm-hmm. narrative choice. Because eventually the cult is going to disappoint Mm -hmm. Alice and Polly. Oh yeah, Alice is far too
0: big for that cult.
1: Or at least Alice, and they're going to leave, and um, Betty will have to be like, well, (laughs) and? (laughs)
0: So, okay, uh, a high school junior, that's grade 11? So that's like 16, 17. So like, she's not far from age of majority. Plenty of 16-year-olds live alone. It's not great and it's not always a, a strictly officially set up system, but I have known many 16 year olds to live independently, whether they are simply living in other places than their family or parents, um, or whether their family or parents are unable to care for them. Um, even without the steps of emancipation, I definitely, that's a real thing, right? Like, I don't feel like Betty would run into as many problems until they were plot relevant, as we are planning, if she just straight up left.
1: Yeah, I see your point. Um, It's very easy for probably especially privileged teens to fall, like, Mm -hmm. sorry, uh, let me rephrase that. I think um, Mm -hmm. teens who are not privileged fall through the cracks all the time, Mm -hmm. and no one checks up on them. Like,
0: Jughead Um, was homeless at the beginning of season one, right?
1: Exactly, but what I'm trying to say is I think for people who have some level of privilege like Betty, Mm. it is probably easier for her to manipulate the system to her advantage and Mm. be avoided in that way.
0: I I agree. Um, I, I think she could do that. I'm saying I don't think she has to, even in world. I don't think it's a necessary step. this is a world that's so fast and loose with laws and ages and all of that jazz. Um, It feels like it'd be an unnecessary step in the real world and only relevant if it was a plot drag out in the Riverdale world. I don't even know if if the concept of emancipation is a thing in the Riverdale world. All of our kids have basically ditched their parents by now. Yeah. Except for Archie, whose parents...
1: Well one yep. of them is about to die. So. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Maybe Archie and Betty will end up living together. At with like um Molly Ringwald is like a distant but attentive uh guardian of but well obviously Archie's legal mom, but like Betty's legal guardian.
0: Let's just all live in Betty's house, Betty's old house, with FP and Molly Ringwald as our caregiver caretakers. I'm... Kind of fun, honestly. I'm cool with that clubhouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And I like the idea of Archie and Jug and Betty and Veronica all suddenly being uh, sleepover pseudo-siblings in awkward ways that would make them all freak out.
1: (laughs) So good, with jelly beans still crushing on Archie. Oh my gosh,
0: yes, I forgot about that. That'd be adorable. Okay, here's the, here's the camp, camp Archie summer fanfic that we can spell out.
1: Yes! Into it!
0: <laughs> uh, we're going to get none of that. It's going to be some whole sugar trash mess next week, isn't it?
1: I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but here we are um, at the end of our uh, Los Angeles episode mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, Riverdale. Mm-hmm.
0: Sprawling <laughs> around the world.
1: Yeah, next week I will be in Philadelphia visiting my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan will still be at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, we'll hopefully have ironed out some of the kinks of this um, long-distance situation. Who
0: knows what it will sound like. Not me. But you will by the time you've heard this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's that for us this week, eh? That That's it. That's... That, that we... I'm out of ideas. I Yeah, talked.
1: me too. I'm I'm happy with it. I'm interested in the next episode. Let's do I this. I liked
0: it. I'm here. See you next week, gang.
1: See you next week, gang. Bye. Bye.